almost there, you know what I'm saying? I was about to graduate soon, so it wasn't really that big of a deal, you know. Wow. But it was just pretty cool. So Mom wow, yeah, my kids skip the school. Yeah, she did. <laughs> she did. But what your parents cool. won't do, your grannies. Your grandparents are doing. That's true. That's true. I have to say that. I have experienced that and then when hubby and I have our children I know it's gonna be Yes. It's going to be on like popcorn. Oh, wow. I, I know. I already know. I, we having conversations now, y'all. And I'm telling her, like, listen, you cannot feed my kids all this candy. Okay? Because the way she is with my nieces, and it's like every holiday, they got to get every candy, every holiday candy, everything. I'm like, Mom, I know you like sweets, and I know you want them to yes, fill it up in a big old ice bucket like a I know you want. <laughs> I know you want to, you know, let them experience being kids and enjoy. And here's the thing: she did it for us too. But yeah. we used to have Easter egg hunts and all that stuff. Obviously, you know that wasn't what the holiday was about. But it was the love behind it, showing us how to have a good time, showing us how to be kids, getting us outside. Because you know nowadays kids be in the house and they they uh, electronic devices, which yeah. I'm not knocking because for learning purposes and. This world now is built on electric, you know, electronics and the the you know this age. I mean, if you don't know how to work a computer, you behind. You know, when you learn how to work one phone, then they got a new phone. Right. <laughs> the list goes on, right? right? But I was just wanting to know your take on being a mom and um, what advice you would have for someone who is either thinking about becoming a parent or maybe struggling with being a parent. 
Huh? I think they should always um, ask to, you know, someone else that's really experienced or someone they look up to that has children or something like that if if they're stuck. If they have a mom and they get along with their mom or something like that or their dad, yeah. just, just take the time out to ask your parents, you know, what am I doing wrong or what do you do about this and that. And if she doesn't know, maybe y'all can look it up. Right, right. Together and find out, you know, what's going on or make sure that your child is not depressed while she's taking care of, you know, your grandchild or if so, then grandma, grandpa, step on in <laughs> and do what you got to do and make sure that child is, is being well taken care of just so you know your child will take care of your child. Because if you brought your child up right, then they'll bring their child up right. Right. You know. That's true. No ghetto babies here. <laughs> it's so. definitely perpetual. I think that how you were raised can set the tone for how you raise your children. Mm -hmm. And it can also set the tone in the things that you choose not to do, you know? Right. And, I mean, not that it's necessarily wrong or right, you know, because raising children doesn't come with an instruction manual. I don't have children for myself, but I do have nieces. I do have nephews. I do have children that I've, you know, taken under my, my wings and, you know, helped groom them. Um, even at even me being a, at a younger age, you know, I was like 19 and you know taking care of children, you know. So uh, children are very important to me, dear to my heart. So mm -hmm. I I understand what it's like to say, okay, I want to give my children everything that I never had, but sometimes that's not possible. And I often ask myself, is that necessary, or is that the best way to look at it? Because possessions come and go but really really what can you instill in your children to let them know that they're loved and cared about and that God loves them but to and, do the right thing yeah exactly so I mean it's just interesting to me how um, a parent you can take a parent like we was talking about granny like how back in the day I'm quite sure she was really strict on y'all yeah. <laughs> and uh, she was strict on y'all but then when we came around she was like oh, I don't care go ahead do what you want you know so so I think the times you have to adapt to the times in a sense because there's more there's more that a child can be exposed to now you know what i'm saying there's more that's already available at their fingertips like i said with the electronics mm. and stuff like that is there is more at their fingertips now um you know that's readily available for them they could get on youtube and do you set your parental controls now what do you do like because back when we were growing up we was watching VHS tapes. <laughs> I ain't trying to sound old. I mean, I'm not that old, but right. we didn't really have internet like that. You know what I'm saying? We were just like, taking typing we had classes. Had 800 and, tapes with movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it wasn't it wasn't all about YouTube and you know you know I didn't know what a podcast was back then. You know what I'm saying? So I just think that you know children are so at an advantage in certain areas and then at a disadvantage in other areas because if you know. Ninth, growing up in the 90s, man, I mean, it was, I feel like it was one of the best times for me, but then for you, it was what, like the 70s and the 80s for you, like, yeah. you know what I'm saying, growing yeah. up in that time. Um, and I was cooking dinner after school and stuff like that. Yeah. And before my mom got home, I had a lot of responsibility, but I didn't mind. Yeah. She also let me do my gardens out backyard and grow things mm -hmm. and, you know, I, I, I did all my chores and did my homework and... You know, I might have slipped up sometime. You know, she tried to turn your face inside out when you do wrong. But, you know, other than that, I learned my lesson. Ooh-wee. 
I can only imagine. Right. I'm, I'm just now getting my nose to pop back out. Oh, no. <laughs> That's funny. She's a mess. Now, she passed on. She's not here to defend herself. Right. But we know the truth. <laughs> we know how Granny was. She was sweet, not but she was fiery at the same time. Sure was. But she was a single parent, you know, at one point, you know. Yeah. So She taught us to speak our mind, but do the right thing, too, also. And if somebody needed help, always help her. Yeah. And I got a bad habit of always trying to make sure my children have everything they need. Oh, and they're all grown. <sighs> I sigh because... But what you gonna do? I tell her all the time that she she is, she is does the most when it comes to being a mom. And I guess I, I just haven't gotten to that point yet where I understand the capacity of it because I don't have my own children yet. But sometimes it's like, mom... You're, you're, you're momming too much like and but I understand you know because you, you got to think about what a woman goes through with her body and then you know um, you love the baby before they're even here you know and then when your child gets here you imagine you think about all that you've gone through and then now you have your baby here and then the blink of an eye they're they're growing up they're no longer babies anymore yeah. They, they, they my cubs, and they still my cubs. Oh, they fail to realize that no matter how old they get, they still my cubs. Yeah, that's true. You're right. <laughs> but, um, so, I, so I understand. And because even though I was saying that she spoils my nieces, she spoils us too, me and my two brothers. She mm -hmm. does. And we're an adult. We're adults, you know. I'm 36, you know. And my middle brother is um, 32. My youngest is 26, my youngest brother. And obviously, I have sisters on my dad's side, but my mom has the three of us. So she she's there for us, you know, as much as she can to the capacity, and to, so much so that I would be telling her, like, Mom, you need to do something for yourself, you know. Is that hard to do sometimes? What? To do something for yourself? Yeah, sometimes it is. Yeah. You know, it, it really is, because I don't care if I get $100 in my bike. Let's, let me call the kids and make sure they got something. You know, I can share a 20 with all of them. You know, 20 here, 20 here, 20. You know, if I got everything I need, I don't mind doing that. Mm. Right now, I should have probably had about $30,000 in the bank. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I don't care. Money comes and goes. Yeah. You know, if I'm if I'm that kind of person where I want to be buried with my money and all that kind of shit, well, then you just excuse me for saying that. You know, I shouldn't have. But I'm the kind of person that, you know, like I said, money come and goes. Just do what you got to do. Money's not your life. Uh, you know, it's too much going on out here in this world, you know, to take things lightly. Just like the other day, a man get killed over air freshener in the car. Yeah, that's so sad. And I don't think it was an accident. No, I don't either. So, you know, and we're going to see what comes of that and the COVID and everybody trying to stay safe and... I'm trying to learn how to get back out of the house again. Yeah. You know, barely, but you know, my kids were like, "Come on, mom, come on, mom." No, I don't feel like it. Yeah. I'm tired. I don't feel good. I don't want to. Right. I'd rather be in my bedroom after I done cooked my dinner early in the morning, about six o'clock, oh, and then you know, I make sure. <laughs> you know, I even got my alarm clock set. Retire. Ain't got nowhere to go, but I got an alarm clock set. You never know when I want to get a job or something. I'm gonna keep training myself to get up early. Yeah. You know, I don't want to miss the day. Yeah, I know. So I get up and do everything early, dinner and everything. Dinner and breakfast, make sure everything's okay. Then I sit up on my bed and enjoy my news and the rest of the stuff. Yeah. Then I call my daughter and, and wait for my other kids, you know. Yeah. I'm 
good. That's good. And I always was taught to help people, you know, mm-hmm. and that's never going to change. Yeah. So me being a super mommy, mommy-ish, <laughs> you all might as well get over it because right? it's just not, <laughs> I'm not going to change my ways in that way, yeah. you know, being a mother. You know, and, and I really appreciate my kids, and and I love God so much for uh, getting loaning them to me. You know what I'm saying? Because we all God's kids. Yeah. You know, and, and we must take care of those children. And for the mothers that don't take care of their kids and don't make them stay in the house at a certain time and all of that kind of stuff, you know, uh, maybe y'all need to whoop them instead. You know, because. Our children is doing bad, some of these mothers, when the mother don't care, you know? And when you start caring, that child will start caring and obeying you, yeah, you know? Get some of these kids off the street, mothers. Get up off your butt. And and because and, if you don't, oh my God, my kid is dead, I got shot. I said, well, you know what? It's partly your fault. Yeah. You know, not being funny, it is partly your fault. I think that we all hold every equal responsibility because they yeah. say that it takes a village to raise a child. It does. And I think that, you know, in this day and age with social media and all these different things that's going on, you got people that are trying to keep up with others. And then the one thing that I've noticed, too, is that there is a lot of mental illness going on, and especially in the black community. And I'm not talking down to our people, but one thing that we have to do is learn how to normalize asking for help. And that could very well be the issue with how you were saying with mothers needing to get up and take care of their children. But, mm-hmm. you know, the fathers need to get up as well because it, well, should, definitely. it shouldn't always be the stigma of, of single parent homes being just a mother. You know, we need, there are single parent father homes, but we need, you know, people to come together. Even if you have a best friend or somebody who can help you like, listen, I need a little help. Ask for help and then ask for help from people that don't know you as well because, you know, maybe someone may be too biased in your situation, you know. I, and don't I, forget about people who needs help. Yeah. That people like sitting around like, say, a homeless person. Don't forget, if you just see that they need help, help them. Yeah. Like a guy approached me the other day and uh, he said, ma'am, I'm homeless. Do you got any change? And I said, you know, I don't have no change, but what I had in my pocket was seven dollars. Mm-hmm. And I gave him five of that dollars. I said, I got everything I need. I just come from the grocery store. I don't need nothing. Yeah. You know, so I gave him that five dollars. He said, thank you. Now I can get a sandwich and some coffee. I said, there you go. Enjoy yourself. Yeah. He said, thank you, ma'am. I will hug you. I said, well, you know, I love you too, but, you know, there's too much <laughs> COVID going on out yeah. here. So just, you know, thanks is enough. Exactly. You know, I, yeah. I just, you know, as soon as he asked me, I didn't want to say, no, 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 I ain't got no change. <laughs> Being selfish, you know, when you help mm-hmm. others, it comes back to you tenfold, believe me. That's true. So I don't care if I got two dollars in my pocket. If my kid or somebody want them two dollars, they gonna get that two dollars. Cause and I know later on it's gonna come back to me. And y'all, she's not lying. That's how she is. And I sometimes yeah. I get upset with her because I want her to have for herself as well. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, you someone that is a giver, God loves a cheerful giver, and the fact that she is that way. It blesses me because it's easy for me to learn. I've, it's a learned behavior. Yes. And that's what I'm saying. It's a learned behavior. You can show your children by example how to be. Yes. I finally got my own barrel and I finally bought me a deep freezer. How about that? I know that's right. She's doing her thing. I'm really proud of you. Yeah. And, and that's, <laughs> and, uh, you're welcome. That's, that's something um, 
that we have to normalize as well. You know, parents, if you are a parent, it is a, it's not an easy job. And so, normalize encouraging your parents. Normalize giving them kudos. Normalize telling them thank you and being appreciative because even though you didn't ask to be here, you know, they did the do. They didn't necessarily know they was going to have a kid. Right. And now that they're here, there's, there was no, there's no instruction manual. And that's why I say, yeah, true enough, there is people who do need to stand up and do what's right for their children, but maybe they don't know how. And at that point, that's where the help you need to come in and, you know, I ask think for they help. need to reintroduce parent classes. Yeah, and, and, and that may be true, but here's the other problem with that. Depending on what neighborhood they're in, there may not be those resources. Or there may not be, you know, the uh, taking advantage of the resources. So use that phone. Sure. You always got your head down looking in <laughs> and typing in and look it up. I tried to help y'all, but she, she on it. So I can't say nothing about that, but she's right though. Um, so at the perfect time. So at the end of the day, we want you to be encouraged. I just wanted to have a conversation with my mom and just um, find out her perspective on some on this topic, on some things. I'm not really sure what we're going to call this. I may just call this uh, "Mommy and Me" chat or something like that. Um, learning from your wise mother. Yeah, learning from your wise mother. That's a good one. So, but I just wanted to take this time to say. Mom, I love you. I thank you for doing the the best that you can do. And I thank you for continuing to always be in our corner, even if we wrong or right. I thank you for encouraging us. And I love you and I'm proud of you. I love you too. And I'm so am proud of you, girl. Uh, Thanks, Mom. I appreciate it. Well, thank you guys for listening to Courageous Beauty Podcast. Please keep tuning in. Please share this broadcast. Please. Uh, reach out and to if you listen to this media. one, I'll do another one. So make sure you get your ears to that phone and hear what I'm trying to say to your mothers <laughs> and fathers. Yes, please. Definitely do that. But um, if you, you know, reach me on social media, you can reach me on Facebook, Crystal Mitchell. You can reach me on Instagram, Crystal Nicole Mitchell. Um, I'm on TikTok. I mean, you, you can reach me pretty much on any, um, you can reach me on pretty much any social media so thanks again for tuning in and i love you guys bye